welcome to 81 Points, where we talk about all things Lakers, hosted by two guys named Chris. And we're back. Another episode of 81 Points. Both of us are here again. Back at it again. The summer has come and gone. Yep. Now we're in the fall season. We're done with the uh, hot girl summer. Hot girl summer is over. <laughs> we're one day closer to the start of the NBA season. Yes. Um, how have you been good, these past good. couple of days? Yeah, I mean, I'm just counting down the days. It's It's got to be the most anticipated in, uh, Lakers season in, what, eight years, right? A uh, long time. I mean, this is a more heavily anticipated season than last season. And that was... And that was a pretty heavily anticipated season. Yeah. So, yeah, we want to gradually work our way back into the excitement of NBA basketball. We're getting, you know, closer by the day to the start of the season. Mm -hmm. And so to prime everybody listening um, on what's to come in the coming months, uh, we're going to do a little bit of, I don't know, Taking the temperature of the state of the NBA, giving some previews sure. for the season. Upcoming. I think previews, predictions, uh, you know, the biggest storylines to look for. Yeah. You yeah. Know, things like that. All that. All yeah. that will be coming uh in the coming Very weeks. soon. Very, Very soon, soon yeah. yeah. Time goes by quickly, you know, especially as we get older. <laughs> we won't go there though. We we don't know how where the time <laughs> how the time passes. So right. uh with that said, today you and I, you know, we talked a little bit about what we should talk about today. Yeah. And uh, one thing that uh, we wanted to discuss in today's podcast is the topic of styles. They say styles make fights. They say, you know, a lot of people gravitate towards certain teams, towards certain players by their style of play. And so with today's episode, we want to go over... Uh, some of our favorites in the NBA today in terms of like certain styles. So I I hit you with a text message on a couple of uh, top fives that I wanted you and mm-hmm. I to discuss sure. um, regarding today's NBA players. Yeah. And so the four things that I wanted to go over with you today are as follows. So I wanted to... Uh, for you and I to share our top five in-game dunkers okay. in today's NBA. Yeah. Also wanted to uh, go over who we think the top five ball handlers are today in This the was uh, like my easiest category, by the way. You know, I found all of these to be fairly easy. A little bit more difficult than I had imagined. Oh, okay. I-, I thought the other ones were uh i they were difficult except for this one this one was it, it was like it took me like five minutes to do i felt like this, okay yeah because this one was just pretty straightforward okay so we have in-game dunkers top five handles uh top five shooters in today's nba and last uh top five nba jerseys yeah so uh i'm looking forward to that one the most actually. yeah yeah 
Um, which one do you want to? Which one do you want to do first? Let's go. Let's let's go in order. Let's do the. Uh, okay. We'll so you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so let's start with um, in-game dunkers. Now, I wanna I wanna make it clear that my list is based on in-game dunking and not like uh, you know right. slam dunk contest right. or well, whatever. But there were still some like like guys that are on here. I the majority of them either have won or would would win like a dunk contest you know what i mean i think oh or is okay. that not? actually let me look at my list yeah because there were a couple of things that i um that i factored into this okay. like what players in today's nba you know gets me off my seat when they dunk in a game right you know they have that either they're posterizing guys Either they're really creative with their dunks, mm. either the sheer power at which they dunk. The ferocity. Yeah, right. So I, I, you know, factored all that into play as I made my list. Um, right. I have a couple of honorable mentions. I got honorable mentions too. Okay, we didn't yeah. even talk about that. Because, you know. I got honorable mentions for all, all four of my lists. Yeah, because this wasn't the most, uh, none of these were very easy for me. This was probably the most difficult for me. Okay. This category. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, why don't we start by um, naming some of our honorable mentions then? I have three okay. players me too. on my honorable mentions list. Yeah. So, my three um, Damian Lillard, Westbrook, and uh, Aaron Gordon. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised by the Damian Lillard one, actually. Uh, he's a, He's got some nice dunks. Okay. Right. Um, I mean, you've seen him. I don't. He doesn't really strike me as uh, a dunker, but I know he's athletic. Yeah, I I like his. I mean, I I really like it. And this, what's interesting is that this guy actually. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I mean, he's he. Yeah. I've 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 come to. I've already liked Damian Lillard, Dame Dalla, Mm -hmm. but I've come to kind of be like, wow. Actually, I he's. I almost feel like he's kind of underrated still. You know. Yeah. As. My, my my list as well. Yeah. Like what I've come to realize is that he has stylistically one of the best games, one of the best skill sets in the NBA. In my in my opinion, yeah, sure. yeah. Um, my honorable mentions, my three players are very similar to yours, and they are uh, Westbrook. I was heavily considering him to put in my top five, actually. Yeah, so just was I. because he's still just so ferocious when he. Attacks the basket, yeah. and it's exciting to see. He's that. He's still one of the, I want to say, like top three athletic players in the NBA. I feel. Yeah. He's yeah. still just so athletic. Yeah. 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 So Westbrook, you cannot be not you cannot not be athletic, and still an average a triple double. You know what I mean? That's just right. impossible to right. do. So. Right. So Westbrook is one of them. The other two are Aaron Gordon, like mm-hmm. you as well, and my third on roll mention is Blake Griffin. I had him on my honorable mention, and I deleted him and replaced him for Damian Lillard. Which is, like, crazy, because five years ago, Blake Griffin is, like, he's automatically a, in the top five. I would Automatically I would, in the top two. Maybe. I would have said he's number one if five years ago. But, um, yeah, I he started off, like, number five, and then honorable mentions, and then he just didn't even make my list. So, But, yeah, yeah I was very tempted to put him in my honorable mentions. And, and this is kind of a credit to Blake Griffin because I think he, like we said before, like he really evolved his game 
to the point where he's yeah he's not um having those highlight real dunks anymore but he's maybe even a better player than he's ever been i uh yeah i i really am pretty shocked at how like the kind of type of player he turned he turned into like he was the kind of guy where five plus years ago i would have said this guy's game is just will not age well you know i mean he has he has kind of that thing that zion has it's like when is he gonna get injured you know yeah because he's he used to play so he used to play so recklessly yeah but now it's it looks a lot more controlled it looks a lot more skilled almost because also because he's he's older now and he can't he can't jump as high as oh almost, you think he's like, lost a little bit of a, I think a little so. bit of bounce for sure oh. i feel like you, you can't lose you can't help but lose a little bit when you're that much older and now you've got well, how, that much mileage on there i mean is he in his 30s i want to say he is uh let's look it up he's definitely no spring chicken that's for sure well i mean he is also playing on the detroit pistons that you know a team that doesn't get a lot of airtime. you know so we don't really know what He's yeah, up but to as much as you, he was when he was with the Clippers. But even when he was on the Clippers, were you like, man, this guy is still, you know, got these insane dunks? There was a certain year where he was going from like highlight dunks every game to all of a sudden like I didn't really see many highlights of him anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel that's more of, the, of a case for a, an ex ex teammate of his, uh, DeAndre Jordan, another guy that would sure. would have been in the top five easily yeah. like five years ago. But yeah. he's not on either of our lists, I'm sure. Blake Griffin is thirty. He seems okay. a lot older, but yeah, that's still. I mean, definitely is still prime. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those are those are our honorable mentions. Um. So let's get into the top five. Uh, yeah. I'll start with my number five, and um, I gotta be honest. This is a bit of a homer pick. Oh, okay. And I, I went I with uh, LeBron. Oh wow! Okay, okay. As number five. All right, all right. Um, it still it still amazes me to see a guy his size to be able to be as agile as he is. Yep. I think the reason why he's not higher for me. Uh, is because he he basically has like one or two dunks in his repertoire. That is true. You know, that is true. Um, the um the really good you know he has that uh, cocking it back with one hand. Right. Always looks good. Um, maybe like a two handed dunk, but apart from that, he's not really doing much else these days. But it's still <laughs> enough for him to be in my top five. Yeah, and he's still got it. I mean, he has some yeah, nice still got dunks it. even last year that were just like, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I have LeBron on my list as well. Okay, but uh, I I would have guessed that. Yeah, but my number five is Zach Levine. Okay, uh, right. I, I we know this list. I almost felt like, aside from the guy that I have at number one, I felt like these four were almost sort of interchangeable. Mm. So. I kind of felt like any any order I would have been fine with. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so who is your number four? Dennis Smith Jr. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. He did not make my list at all. Yeah. He. Uh. I just. I'm. I'm sort of partial to the younger. So yeah, I think the majority of the players on my list. Um, are like, 
the guard types or smaller you know because their dunks look they they look they look better when they're like because you know you can tell that they're a high fly actor yeah yeah versus like for example like Dwight Howard back in his heyday when he was like just a physical beast it I mean you could tell that he was just super athletic and just a a, a great dunker but it didn't it just didn't look as great still for me it didn't look look as good as like the other guys you know that were smaller yeah so that's probably why he made it because his dunks still look. I mean, they look sick, you know? Right. Okay. Um, my number four was Zach Levine. Okay. Right. Otherwise, he would have been number one if we were talking about, like, yeah, who I think would would win a slam dunk contest, yeah, you right, know? Right, Uh, But he's my number four. Okay. Um, My number three, I think, is kind of out of left field a little bit. Okay. I put uh, Derek Jones Jr., Oh, okay. All right. That um, is okay. Miami yeah. Heat wing right. player Derek Jones yeah. Jr. No, I mean I, I, I see I I definitely I I'm not gonna I wouldn't I won't I wouldn't argue with that though. Yeah. Insane yeah. bounce. Yeah, he's got you some know, his in game dunks look ridiculous. Yeah. Uh not he's not like an all star caliber player yeah. yet, or I don't know if he ever will be, but as far as in game dunkers go he's in my top five for sure he's yeah. almost like this generation's like shannon brown or something maybe right yeah right yeah no gripes here for that one um my number three is donovan mitchell okay um and not I'm, much needs to be said about that one yeah spider-man he's uh i i love his uh his dunks they're i don't know he's got like a nice combination of just that ferociousness and uh He's got some creativity, I feel like, too. Right. So I think he's won a dunk contest, right? I think, maybe. I don't know. The, the dunk contests are just so not memorable anymore, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the Zach Levine-Aaron Gordon contest. Oh, well, I mean, that one. one. I mean, Aaron Gordon still the, the greatest dunk I've ever seen in my life. He, he tops my list. Even, I mean, Vince Carter, body of work, he had the greatest dunk contest showing overall. Yeah, but just pure single one dunk. <laughs> Top of my list is Aaron Gordon under the legs, under both legs. Yeah, over you, a ma- over a mascot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have you seen um? Do you know who Jordan Kilgannon is? Mm. He's like this Canadian. Uh, oh, he's like this dunker. white boy, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen. Yeah, he, crazy. to me, he's like my favorite dunker. Um, just in general on the planet, right? <laughs> on the planet. All right. Yeah. Okay, so that was uh, that was your number three. So who's your number two? So obviously, I don't, LeBron would not have been number one on my list, but I have LeBron at two. Okay. Um, and yeah, I I I was kind of trying to like justify why he should be like lower, but I couldn't because I just man his dunks and yeah, you're right. It's just one style, but. It is pretty sweet, you know, the way he just dunks on so many guys like Nurkic, uh, you know, all the, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's insane. Like, well, had he done that Nurkic dunk last year, I would have, that would have vaulted him higher on my list. But think about it. That was like, that was only two years ago. That was two years ago. Yeah. 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 And so, and I feel like it wasn't because of a lack of like, oh, he's lost a step or anything. I feel like it's just because he hasn't been, he hadn't. And have been able to stay on the court, right? You know, right. So, because I feel like this guy has proven that he's still, still got it. 
I was like, I gotta put him number two. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, my number two is Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Um, obviously, yeah, combination of vertical leap and also you know power. He has it yeah. all, and yeah. he's able to do some amazing, you know, catching an alley oop with one hand, cocking it back, you yeah, know, flushing it down. Like he has a lot of. Um, creativity with sure. his in-game dunk so he's my number two and obviously i think both of us have Giannis as number one right is Giannis oh, your number no. one no i'm just yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so no i mean not much needs to be said like it's just he just he makes a he makes it a game to game habit of posterizing somebody i feel like yeah he is uh it's you know what's so crazy the best way to kind of uh like the best way to just quantify him right now is that he's like the closest thing we have to Shaq. I feel like, yeah, it's it's almost. I mean, that's almost like a testament to how amazing Shaq is because Shaq was still like, I feel like, on another level right. above Giannis. But like, just the sheer ability to almost impose like your will and just dunk on someone, I feel like I've never seen since Shaq, and that's what Giannis is, you know. He's probably the first guy since Shaq where you can say there are teams in the league that can't stop him from dunking the ball. <laughs> that's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And and, yeah. and he's and he's more of a wing player than Shaq, so oh, yeah. it looks a lot yeah. like aesthetically pleasing yeah. when he dunks the ball. Yeah, it's I don't it's it's less it's less Dwight Howard and more like I don't know, yeah, some of these younger or some of these uh smaller players yeah you know even though the dude is like built like a tank right right um he i mean yeah he's put on some muscle too yeah physical so specimen yeah got it all yeah. uh, okay so that's you know we had four of the five of the same players in our top five in game well dunkers. so what was the difference again my i think mine was dsj i had Derek jones oh right okay yeah, yeah. even the, but even the initials were very similar <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right cool okay so let's move on to um handles now yeah this was super easy for me okay i mean i kind of had to think about this one a little okay. bit um who do you who did you have in your honorable mentions okay so in my honorable mentions uh i had um jamal crawford and so did i i had De'Aaron fox i was tempted to put him on my list or i mean on my honorable mentions yeah and um my third guy on my honorable mentions is might be a bit of a surprise uh but i put james harden wow wow you hate james harden i know i know wow that that you've got my attention now you've got my attention now no wonder you had difficulty doing this list okay yeah i mean i i don't think i gotta i'm I'm saying i'm gonna say this (laughs) for the thousandth time on this podcast but you know his game it's not one of my favorites to fan. watch, you know. Yeah. But I have to respect the skill that he has developed. And I he has feel inc- like this is a disrespect, though. No, I'm just and he has incredible <laughs> ball handling skills to be able to be the one-on-one scorer that he is. Okay. So, um, so I well, give him credit. I put him in my honorable mentions. <laughs> I'm super excited to see the guys that you put up before. Well, I already know some of them, which I think is justified. But, right. Um. So, uh, my other honorable mention was Dame Lillard. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. um, wait, who are your, you, who, do you have other honorable mentions? He's, I only had two. 
But had I had I put another one on there, it would have probably been Darren Fox. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So who's your uh, number five? Kemba Walker. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he's just a super. I mean, he's not going to be underrated anymore because he's playing in a big market. But yeah, uh, the guy's handle is. People are gonna, you know, people have been kind of sleeping on him, um, for a little bit, but um, yeah, he's he's got an inc- incredible handle. Right. Right. Okay. Um, me, uh, number five, I put Lillard. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I was debating to put Lillard on 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 this list. Just you know, always in control when he has the ball. Yeah. Um, doesn't really do anything flashy handle wise, but yeah. you know it's like super solid. Yeah, you're you're not gonna be worried at all. Yeah. Um, uh, number four, I put Chris Paul. So did I. Uh, he still got it. Which know? which years ago he would have been higher on my list. Arguably number one or two. Yeah. Arguably, but he probably. still has incredible handle, yeah, and um, still has that skill set. I dare to say that he's kind of coming into the season underrated, you know. Well, he's he's on a non-contender, so I think he's a little bit of an afterthought, especially with all the movement that's happened, right. you know. Right. Uh, so he's your number four, also. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who did you put as number three? James Harden. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I understand. <laughs> I understand your reaction to to him uh, to yeah. me putting him as an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I'm not a fan of James Harden either, but I feel like it's 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 yeah. I mean, his body of work almost kind of speaks for itself, and like you can't. It's just undeniable what he what he does. And then you could say like people, his detractors will kind of say, well, he's almost like gaming the system the way he, his right. handle is geared, but. I, I don't know. It's he's doing it within the context of the rules. Yeah, know? well, so, a lot more of what he does, I feel like, is like footwork more so than that, handle. That's a good point. Actually. And I don't know. If, I don't know sure. how closely intertwined those two sure. things are. That's a, that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point. But he, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like he has an incredible handle for he has for a guy his size. He has the best footwork I would say since I've I've seen since Kobe actually. Best footwork since Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably have to say that. Okay. Um, my number three was Kemba Walker. Okay, yeah. Sure. Fair. And that might... And I might be giving... Uh, like, his incredible speed and quickness... Uh-huh, uh-huh. A little bit more... Uh, uh, that might attribute to his handle a little bit more, but still, I feel like he's one of those guys that is just so hard to stop with the ball. He's yeah, he's crazy hard to stop. I, it's it's really unfortunate because had we had not gone all in on Kawhi, and and don't get me wrong, it was ten out of ten times the right, absolutely the right choice and right the right thing to do for the Lakers to go all in on Kawhi. You don't you don't yeah. Yeah, you don't, you got to do that. But had we had known, you know, that Kawhi was Kaiser Soze and just was like going to pull the, put the wool over yeah. or, over us, I would have loved to have gone hard for Kemba Walker. Yeah, that would have been an, that would have been a very interesting oh, uh, bidding war between the Lakers and Celtics. Yeah, but I would have, Kemba Walker. I mean, how good would you have felt if we had Kemba Walker and, yeah, I mean, I, I feel I feel good now as yeah, it is. Yeah, you feel good now, yeah. Right? But with him, yeah. 
I would feel like that's a chip, even though I, I would feel I would feel really good going up against uh, Ka- um, Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay, so he's my number three, uh, and then our my top number... two's got to be the same. Yeah. I'm assuming. Well, my number two is Steph. Okay. Yeah. I figured you would put him in too. <laughs> and I figured, I, and I figured, figured you put the other guy yeah. in too. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my number two is Ky- Kyrie. <laughs> okay, yeah, and and my number one is Kyrie. Yeah, I I have no gripes though. Like, I, they're, I mean, Kyrie is anytime anyone want, wants to hang on his handle, just go YouTube. Uh, what he did in the the USA scrimmage right. practice, and where he just pretty much went through all world, like Hall of Fame, coast to coast. Yeah, right? Hall of Fame guards. Yeah uh and just did it it made it look so easy well um and that's including ours ours truly just kobe bryant you yeah know? well uh you know the guy that arguably had the greatest handles of all time jason williams white chocolate he said it himself that he thinks Kyrie has the best handles ever yeah yeah and so yeah i i have no gripes about him being number one he's pretty much uh you know his his reputation speaks for itself. Um, I just put Steph at number one because uh, I don't know his body of work is ridiculous, and I feel like he's one of the few guys where you see highlights of him, and it's 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 just a handle highlight. You know what I mean? You don't even really see that much with Kyrie. Like you see that with Steph. Like you see him like make highlight reel. Uh, he'll show up on like ESPN top ten plays based on just what he does on the court and breaking people's ankles, like what he did to CP three, you know. Yeah. So I mean, Kyrie has his share too. I would say, but Steph has more though. You, you think say? so? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's a debate. You think so? It's okay. a debate. I mean, I mean do you remember that? Do you remember that one move that Kyrie did on Steph, where he like oh yeah went around so. kind of spin moved it like yeah. hesitated and then like turned around for a jumper like stuff like that so I, that was in your mind that's why you were like well they just went one-on-one right there and he got them at there was one um overtime game when Kyrie was on the Cavs against the wizards mm-hmm. where he pulled off like this one incredible move on bradley beal um that's another one that you can look up later. Yeah, and yeah then, no. So you can just one A, one B almost. Yeah, These are two, I, I would just, I would just give the slight nod to Kyrie sure, personally. Sure. Um, but yeah, those a solid. They're both solidly in the top two best ball handlers in the game. They're they're say. clearly uh, a tier above the rest. Oh yeah, I would say yeah. so too. Yeah. Okay. Which um, I, I would, to be honest, people would be, people would be kind of like, excuse me, they would put Harden in that. You think so? I think people would. Wow. Um, it's a former I'm... MVP over here, Harden, you know? Yeah. So. Okay. I mean, okay. You're, you're just okay. like, I'm going to okay. leave it at that. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right. right along. Moving right along. Uh, so let's, let's do our top five uh, shooters in the NBA. Okay. Honorable mentions? Yeah. Again, I got Dane. That's why, like, for me, I I was like, wow, this dude is, he's actually kind of underrated, you know? Okay. Um, 
He's in my honorable mentions. Uh, he didn't crack my top five because, to be honest, you look at his percentages, it's kind of like it's interesting for a guy that's like that established and known and known as a shooter. His percentages are actually kind of not like you know otherworldly, mm-hmm. but you just know that he's this guy. The guy's money, you know. You just yeah. know that he's gonna bring it. So he, we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come sure. back to that tidbit sure. there later. Um, but yeah, he he made my honorable mention. So did. Uh, Ingles. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Luka Doncic. Oh. Who I think is gonna probably shoot up this list when uh in about a year or two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions were three totally different players. Okay, let me try to guess because I had some in my JJ Redick. You know what? I completely forgot about him. Oh, okay. But no, he's not. Uh, Brogdon. No. Oh, okay. What else you got on there? Uh, so my honorable mentions are Joe Harris. Okay, Joe Harris, your your fantasy. Yeah, uh... led the league in three point percentage <laughs> last year. Won the three point contest. Yeah, this one was hard though because like there's just so many good shooters out there now. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, also on my honorable mention. Obviously, D'Angelo Russell's on your honorable mentions, right? Or is he in your top five? Is that uh, not quite? <laughs> okay, all not right. quite. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, another name on my honorable mentions is Buddy Hield. He actually is on my list. Okay. So, and the third player on my honorable mentions might be a little bit of a controversial one, but Ben uh, Simmons, Trey Young. He actually, I was considering him. Yeah, I was considering him. He's like Diet Steph. Yeah. No, he he's he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh let's do our top five. I have a feeling that this one's gonna be the most differing You think so? List. Yeah. Okay. Um I I alright. Um Bradley Beal is my number five. Okay. And then number four is Buddy Heels for me. Okay. Okay. Uh I almost felt like those two were interchangeable. Interesting. All right. Uh, my number five was Kyrie. Wow! I mean, it's true though. He is an amazing shooter. He shot amazing shot shooter. over forty percent from three last year. Yeah, he, yeah. I guess it's just I want to think of him. I'm not thinking shooter, sharp shooter. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're thinking I don't like this guy. <laughs> no, I no, no. On my I list. like Kyrie. I like Kyrie. I don't like him as a person. Maybe I like him as a player, but yeah. Okay, yes. that's, that's fair, though. He's a good shooter. He's Kyrie a, he's is my number five, shooter. and my number four is uh, Damian Lillard. Wow, okay. So I... I He's in my top five, and even though, uh, like you said, his percentages might not be the best, I'm factoring in a couple things here. I'm factoring in, um, is this guy going to be able to make big shots in big situations? His ability to make difficult shots, too, right? Uh, he has incredible range. Incredible range. Amazing range. And also, he's the focal point of that team's offense, right? Yeah. So I don't think he gets a lot of open looks, right? That, what, 35-footer that he hit to uh, eliminate OKC mm-hmm. was over Paul George. You yeah. know, all up in his grill and just like a sidestep three-pointer a potential uh defensive player of the year like we might look back at that shot years from now and be like that changed 
the course of the NBA right oh, there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Because that, you can say right now that that one shot blew up the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? Which led to Paul George being traded to the Clippers, their ability to get Kawhi, also, uh, you know, Westbrook being traded to the Rockets. And, you know, I mean, who yeah. knows what the Rockets yeah. will do this upcoming season. Right. So that shot from from this from today's perspective, looks like it had huge implications on future events. Sure. Well, all that to say that I think he's an incredible shooter and he's he my number four. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I, I've grown to really appreciate... I was already a, a Lillard fan, but I've really grown to appreciate him when making these lists. Because, yeah, I mean, he's made it to honorable mentions on all three of them. And there's a clearly a good case, uh, you know, good case for him to even make the list. So Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, my number three. Now, this one, um, you might. Uh, Wait. So you let might. Me, I got. I gotta ask you. So Bradley Beal yeah. didn't make your list, then? Yeah. You know, I. Uh, I didn't really. Well, I guess he's, he's more of a scorer to me than sure. a shooter. But okay. I mean, he is a really good shooter. Right. Okay. I just. Uh, yeah. It just. Okay. He just didn't come to mind. But okay. I. I wouldn't fault you for putting okay. him on your list. Okay. Um, All right. Who's Who's your number three? My number three is a bit of a. I don't know if you're gonna. You might not have um, put him on your list for the obvious reason, but I put Kevin Durant. He's on my list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's my number three. Okay. So I feel like our top three is gonna be very similar. All right. I mean, there's only the three players yeah. left. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Clay's number three for me. Okay. KD's number two. And, and we all Steph's know number, number one. one yeah. yeah. So for me, uh, KD's three, Clay's number two, and okay. Steph's number one. Yeah. Yeah. I just I I respect KD's game so much to the point where like even though he has had the ridiculous injury, he's his body work is kind of. That's one area that even with the Achilles sure, yeah, injury, yeah, yeah, yeah. that shot's not going to go away. Yeah, it's true, yeah. yeah. So that's why he's, yeah, he's number two on my... Um, I put Clay a little bit ahead of KD just because of, you know, you know how I feel about... Big shot Clay? His, his shooting, you know, in big situations. Um, just, and... He seems to make it more often the, 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 the more leverage the situation. Yeah, and, and, and it's been widely... Uh, held, held opinion that Clay has the best looking shot ever. It's very. I've heard picture, a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people say that. Perfect uh, tr- technique. Yeah, yeah, perfect technique. And then obviously Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, so yeah. we had to put him at number yeah. one. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, these the three lists we made. He's top. He's the top. Well, he was close to top on both two of them. Yeah. So so far, so I guess those are the three top five lists. Like players wise yeah so taking a look at it um there's a lot of dame lillard there's a lot of steph it's a lot of Kyrie. a lot of Kyrie. like uh, james harden too right well no he only made one list all right um yeah i guess the handles in the shot there's more of a correlation between that yeah that's true i guess you can say and then dunker is kind of on its own thing um, but yeah, it's interesting. It's funny because uh, these players, you know. Yeah, I mean, Giannis only made one one list. He topped it, but he only made one list, and he's like, he's arguably the best player in the NBA. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, if he adds 
if he seriously if he adds like a consistent three, that's uh game over. Yeah. I was actually um tempted to put Zion in there for the dunkers. You but, know, I was too actually. But I mean he hasn't even played a game. Yet. I was too though, because he's I mean he's just the hype is insane. Yeah. Okay, let's do the last one with uh jerseys. Now I had to do a little bit of research on this one. Yeah, um, I yeah I did too, and I, I actually, had a clear number one, and then uh, the the other four I kind of had to like look at what was out there. Um, so I have actually I so I have honorable mentions again, but I also have like a a bonus uh, worst jerseys. Oh okay, <laughs> so can, I don't have any honorable mentions. Oh you don't one. okay. So you can, yeah go ahead and so the worst I'm just gonna rattle them off. Pelicans, really nasty yeah uniforms. Uh, jerseys, uh, Kings. Um, Which ones? They're light. The light blue one. Or the light the... powder blue ones are pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty. Dope. You mean they're normal? They're normal ones. They're normal, like royal purple, whatever. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, the Rockets, the one with the, uh, like the white ones with the the skinny letters. Not a fan of those. Okay. Um, and the Celtics. <laughs> okay. Um all right, so I'll, I'll I'll talk about the honorable mentions real quick. Um Blazers. I think overall mm. Blazers have a really good collection of jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um classic. Um a lot of history. Yes. Um and their city jerseys are dope. Uh really good jerseys. Wait, are you so your this list are you just um Reeling off which teams have the best jerseys, or did you? Uh, I actually have specific. Okay, specific okay, ones, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but I can talk about sort of the overall too, because that that kind of came into play. The before. overall catalog. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, jersey. Yeah, okay. yeah, which is why the Blazers for me made honorable mentions because I wasn't particularly like, oh, like this these this one jersey that they have is the best, but as collection wise, like they're always they're pretty sick, pretty solid. Um, I got Sixers on there. I feel like the overall they have pretty pretty good okay uh, jerseys and then the Knicks. All right. Um. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'll start with my number five. So my number five is actually uh Portland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I went with their Rip City jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Those those are those are awesome. That was my uh number five. So what was yours? I was I was debating about putting that. Uh, for me, I got the Raptors. Okay. And I f- Which one? That's what I say. Like I think all of them are good. I think all of them are pretty tight. Um I like I really like the cream the white cream one with the uh the red lettering. I also like the North Jersey uh City jerseys too. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the Raptors just did and they they've had some they've had some duds over the years too, you know? Um so I feel like they really stepped up their jerseys. So I got them at number 5. Okay. Number four. Who's your number Bulls. four? Bulls. Bulls. Which classic. one? Oh, just um, their yeah, just their classic their red school. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I don't know if it's because of you know Michael Jordan has pretty much just kind of established you yeah know, that look as just the most iconic one of the most iconic look. I was a big fan of their uh, black pinstripe. Yeah, I mean, those were dope too. Yeah, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it's just the whole just the Bulls, just you know Bulls on the jersey and like those are classic. You know. Okay. Uh, my number four was actually Toronto, and I went with um, 
their North the, City. The Drake one. Yeah, that's the North City. Uh, with the gold. With the gold stripe. Yeah, yeah with the gold jersey. Chevron yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are dope. So that was my number four. Um, my number three was the Timberwolves Purple Prince. Rain. Yeah, that was. Jersey. Th- those, I, I was debating whether to make a keep get that somewhere on my list or honorable mentions yeah those are dope yeah um my number three is the nets uh biggie swingman okay um the the coogie sweater yeah like, yeah yeah those are i love that look yeah i'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of the, those jerseys those those were tight i feel like the nets actually nailed it pretty good and just in terms of um their their colors and their their design it's hard to go wrong yeah, with black and white that's true yeah yeah uh, it, it is and they've so they've changed i think they've changed the court now too they've there's gonna be some gray on the court now the new upcoming uh season. oh i i read something like that yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it might i don't know so they're i don't know they're hitting it out of the park with their designs okay um uh, that was your number three so, so yeah. who was your number two so my number two uh arguably top on the list for me um is the heat miami vice jerseys okay i don't know this it's just i feel like it's one of the best jerseys i've ever seen they've seriously i was almost like damn i wish i was a miami miami heat fan yeah if i was a if i was a huge Dwayne wade fan i would be i would i would have already bought a Dwayne wade miami vice uh heat jersey yeah those are those are fire right Okay, um, so you basically just named my top two. Um, okay. So number two, yeah. I put the the Brooklyn the Coogee sweater okay. jersey, and then number one was the Miami Vice okay. jersey for me. Okay. So who is your number one? <laughs> I had to go with the Lakers. You want the with that purple one? No, but then I guess so. I kind of cheated because I wanted to go with the the gold classic, but we don't really necessarily have that. Yeah, we got that banana yellow yeah, right now. That's, that's why I, I couldn't put the Lakers. So on let's my say list. if they had the gold classic, though, where would you put the it? Showtime yeah. gold? That would be my number yeah. one. Yeah. So that's why I guess the Heat would technically be number one. Yeah. But I just have to put the because I maybe it's just wishful thinking, man. We got to get those jerseys back. Well, you told me the other day that you think that that purple one is kind of growing on you now. Right? Yeah, it is, but uh, it's definitely not number it, it wouldn't have made it to number 1 though. Did that make it to your number 1? No, my, the Miami one was number 1 oh, for I me. See. Yeah. What I, was your number 2 then? Brooklyn. And 3 was uh Minnesota. Got it. Got yeah. It, so these basically all of my top 5 jerseys are all city, city jerseys? edition jerseys. Yeah, that's that's partly why I kind of mixed it up too cuz I noticed that when I was making the list too like I was like I got a lot of city jerseys in here. Yeah. Which is I mean it's a, it's I love that they're they they're doing that, you know. It's great. It's great PR. It's great NBA. PR. It's it's yeah. Yeah, so there I mean those those are our lists um in terms of style, you know, those are kind of what we like in the NBA yeah. today. Um, there were, so I, I have a couple of notes here on, on okay. a, a few other things I want to briefly okay. touch on. All right. Uh, did you hear Kobe on, um, Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson's podcast? No. You know they have a podcast, right? Now, yeah. The Knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they just kicked off their new season and Kobe was their first guest. 
pretty good. But you didn't. Uh, no, what? you didn't listen to the podcast. I'm sure there were some nuggets in there. Um, the one funny he, the one like interesting thing that he brought up that you know we hadn't heard before was um, he did briefly mention about uh, studying Batman. And oh, he did say, uh, he said, like, oh, yeah. Rob got confused about something. Oh, uh, he went to bat for him. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't like he him? defended him. He just oh. he just kind of threw that out as, like, a, a side comment. But he's like, yeah, this time I was, like, really into, like, looking at Batman. And he said, this, is mo- this might have been why Rob got confused about this or blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. So he kind of just threw that out there, like... Kind of, kind of hinting that Rob Palenka didn't flat out lie about it. <laughs> right. That he just like got his stories mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. He was being a homie. You think he was? Or what? Do you, you do you believe think... Kobe or do you think Rob intentionally lied about uh, that story? Well, he. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that Rob's a he's a former he's a former super agent. So, I almost feel like I gotta go with the, I gotta go with it that he lied. Yeah, <laughs> he knew, he knew, uh, yeah, he knew what he was doing. Basically, <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> he's just yeah. And I don't necessarily fault him because like he's made a living out of being an amazing agent and by saying things that like would motivate or you know, just. Say things that that players love to hear or yeah. would like to hear, you know. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of Kobe, there was uh, he posted something on Instagram the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it, but yeah. it was a clip of him when he was like twelve years old, like in a dance competition. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That was really co- that was a really uh, cool thing to see, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, this lanky. He's like this lanky kid, and he was actually he did. Yeah, he did really good. Yeah, he was dancing yeah. really well. Yeah. But it, basically, he said that um when he was a kid he took two weeks off of basketball to practice for that dance competition yeah and his his message was like you know he encourages his kids to like try different things right he's trying to say like you got to try different things when you're young yeah yeah well you i i I feel like it was because of like the flat he he was getting flack right because of a previous thing about how like he was like almost criticizing one of his players for basically missing a game or something because of piano recital or something like that. Oh, something I don't like remember that. this. Yeah, like he, he like was, on his daughter's basketball. Yeah, team? yeah, yeah. Oh. They did like a team picture, and he was he was like not pictured as so and so who missed it because of a piano recital. I mean, I'm kind of botching like the a story. snarky, like a yeah, snarky yeah, caption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so I feel I don't know which one came first, but I always feel like that's. He was him kind of damage control. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got to put it out this dance yeah. clip when yeah. I was 12 years old now. Right. Okay. I didn't. Because he had I to backpedal like, about that. Because people were kind of like, dude, lay, lay off the kid. You know, the kid's like, not everyone's going to be. Still got that intensity about him. I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That, I guess that never goes away with no. certain people. But I will say he has. He has transitioned into a post basketball career like beautifully. I feel like he, he. Yeah, I mean, he's found other. He's found another interest, and he's like, like I was doing his thing. I would say like 
and you know he obviously knows this this is all very intentional is that the way he's curated his image and the way he's like built his reputation and his yeah his his image is like better than what michael jordan has done you know and michael jordan obviously had that has still has that incredible empire that he's built with the jordan brand with nike yeah but i feel like kobe's got sort of that you know that social equity you know that because like jordan is like almost kind of not like if he didn't have his shoes he would almost be like not as cool i feel like yeah i mean i think it's because he's more of like a sitting in his ivory tower yeah type of deal. no totally yeah i think kobe's a lot more available yeah to talk right to right. people yeah. than Jordan is. Yeah. Which makes him more likable, I guess. Yeah, like Jordan just straight up strikes me as a guy who's just like, I don't care about anything. Not even really like social like issues. Um, unless like I'm kind of forced to. <laughs> but I just I just want to make a lot of money. You know? So it just doesn't have the same he doesn't have that ap- appeal, I feel like. And, yeah. and and Kobe's done it. He's done a really good job, I feel like. Well, he does, like, children's books and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, right? So yeah. he's, like, you know... He's killing it. Yeah, he's killing it, doing his own thing, like... Um, Which I was kind of worried, though. When he, when he was finished, path. I was, like, a little worried. Like, are we going to see, like, you know, Psycho Mamba, Mamba just, like, you know, chewing people out and firing people and stuff, you know? But he's actually done really well, so... Yeah. Uh, one other thing that... um was brought up on the podcast I thought was interesting was Quentin Richardson said that because both you know him and Darius Miles were on the Clippers like during the height of Kobe Shaq yeah so they were all three of those guys were in LA and he said that Kobe was like the one guy that he never saw around town like players would you know go to NBA players have like certain restaurants that uh-huh. they go to or uh-huh. like certain clubs that they're at and they would run into each other like you know yeah in the nightlife scene yeah and he said like the only time he ever saw Kobe in LA was at Staples Center <laughs> <laughs> never saw him anywhere else what did, what did Kobe say in response to that That's I think funny. he said that because you know he came into the league when he was 18 yeah so obviously like he couldn't go he couldn't go out Right. For like the first like three years of his career, I see. So he just got used to not going out. That's fascinating. And so like when That's he turned twenty one, he yeah. just like he just like kept to kept at like not going out. Oh, but then he got married early too. That's and, true. Like, he all did. that. Yeah, he so did. he went a totally different direction. He doesn't strike me as a guy who goes out like clubbing with his friends, anyways. No, no, <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. He's if he does his it's a solo job, you know, he'll fly solo, you know, there's yeah. no so wingmanning with Kobe, right. you know. So he never he was never seen uh out and about. Yeah. With other players. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting too. That is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing that I wanted to touch on was this little tidbit that Brian Windhorst said on the Woolwich pod. Uh did you hear about uh, Patrick Beverly. No, what, what? the night that the, the Kawhi news dropped. No, what happened? <laughs> so, uh, it happened like I think it was during NBA Summer League, right? Right. So a lot of the NBA was in Vegas, right? 
Oh uh, yeah, I remember LeBron. LeBron was, was in Vegas. That's Anthony right. Davis was in he was, Vegas. He was dapping it up with like AD. Yeah. They were like at the game. Uh, and Patrick Beverly was in Vegas too. Oh, was he? Okay. And as you probably remember, that news broke like midnight right. or 11 p.m. Yeah. at night. Yeah. And apparently, there's this one restaurant that a lot of NBA players like going to in Vegas because it's really easy for you to rent out a private room so that you don't get bothered by other uh-huh, people. Uh-huh. So I guess like this is a restaurant that a lot of NBA players go to. And the night that the Kawhi news broke, um, LeBron was at that restaurant. Okay. And apparently Patrick Beverly was at that restaurant too. Wow. And they were in different rooms. Wow. And once the news came out, uh, reportedly... Patrick Beverly was gloating and taunting, and he wow. was he was walking through all the rooms in the restaurant looking for LeBron, and he found LeBron's room and started gloating at LeBron. Wow! Because you know, not only did the Clippers sign, he had just he himself had just inked this three-year, fifty million dollar yeah. deal, so he was feeling good, right? Yeah. Not only did they sign Kawhi, but they also got Paul George that same yeah. that same night. Yeah, I mean they were feeling so, themselves hard. And you know, if if you know anything about Patrick Beverly's persona, like I, I gotta admit, I I mean he's an ass, and I I I, I want to beat him now, but but man, he's a guy you want on your team. Yeah. You know? It's it's funny. He's like he's a guy. You I want I, I feel the same. I feel very similar with like Westbrook too. It's yeah. like I kind of hate him because he's not on my team, but I like respect yeah. what he's about. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, if if a guy like Patrick Beverly was on your team, like you 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 would love you would love having him. Yeah. You, you know? would love him. But yeah, the fact that he wow sought out LeBron is... <laughs> right when the Holy news broke. Shit. Yeah, that's and, a... and uh this is all alleged news, uh that, that I mean, Brian it came Windhorst straight reported. out of Brian. Oh, it wasn't. It didn't come straight from Beverly, Patrick Beverly. No, no. Also, he was telling, sharing this. This is what Windhorst heard, overheard, what oh, happened man. that night. And so, you know, That's that a... if you wanted to add any more fuel to oh the fire gosh, with this dude. upcoming season, and you know, this quote unquote battle of L.A. between the Lakers that and Clippers, that defense is is going to be beastly. You know. Yeah. It's gonna be beastly with with Beverly, uh, Kawhi, and Paul George. So the Clippers are. If you hear the talking heads on TV, it's like the smart money's on the. Clippers. They're pretty much the consensus favorite to win the championship this upcoming yeah. season. I would say the smart money in Vegas is on the Clips. You know. I mean, I haven't checked the odds recently yeah. if they've moved at all, but. I think the Lakers were number one. Lakers and Clippers were one and two, yeah, right? Yeah, they're one and two. Uh, you know, I would also put like the Sixers up there. Uh, that team is stacked. Yeah, that team is super I'll, stacked. Uh, for me, those are the three favorites, and maybe even throw in like the Rockets or like yeah. uh, maybe even the Bucks too. Sure, but uh, it's, open. it's I, open. Yeah, it's very open this year, uh, but. As far as like top two, it, I think most people are saying it's the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, let's get excited about this season. I mean, we got people talking shit to the Lakers, oh, to man. LeBron's face. I hope that just fuels LeBron. I mean, it's, you got to believe that because he's, he's an all-timer. But that that's, yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this before, but who do you think is going to start at the point guard position for the Lakers? I don't think that's been decided, right? I'm hoping it's going to be Caruso. Yeah, I, I mean my, that's I got my you know, I got my eggs in that basket, man. Roided up, <laughs> roided Alex up drug just... tested Alex Caruso. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to. I Alex, mean, he's he single handedly put man. on a show against the Clippers at the end of last season. Dude, there's that dunk where he does a putback on on Kevin Durant. On Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant yeah. just like who is this white boy? You know. I think LeBron thought that too after yeah. it happened because he, he got would, up off his seat. Yeah, he got up off his seat and he was just like, yo, he was, we're dumbfound- not tra- he was dumbfounded by we're that. We're not trading this guy. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, LeBron was on, um, I don't know if it was IG or uh, uh, Snap or whatever, but he, <laughs> he was showing off his new haircut and his hairline is looking on point, man. Oh, really? Yeah, like. Wow, he's getting it back. He, he's getting. It's not even back. getting it back. His hairline is back. It's like better than what it looked like back in high school. Wow, so he's so ready. He's, so he's, the, he's so, ready. So he's the, ready for the season. So the headband is gonna come down. Wait, is does he rock a headband? He doesn't rock a headband anymore because I think because his hair is it's it's like it's looking so good now. Oh, no, you got you got to peep that. It's it's I mean it's hilarious. It's like his hairline. Is looking immaculate, which is like it just goes to show, man. Like you know, the difference between uh, good-looking people and ugly people is just money. Yeah, I mean, in this day and age, a lot can be done. A to lot correct can be done. A lot of things out there. I mean, just look at the Kardashians, you know, and the Jenners. I mean, we're both Korean. Yeah. Arguably, no one does it better than Koreans when yeah. it comes to like they, they body, say, face alterations. Yeah, you they know? say um, beauty beauty products and all that is 10 years ahead of everybody else in korea so yeah i mean speaking of uh speaking of uh facial stuff um one of the things that is really, like really know where he's taking this one of the things that's really popular amongst players these days is that like ninja style like headband that the uh, nba okay. like recently outlawed uh-huh, uh-huh. which is, i thought was, why did they outlaw that they said that uh i don't know they gave some bullshit excuse like oh. they don't want it flying around and like <laughs> I don't know like that's ridiculous hitting man. someone in the eye or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but I I feel like it's just for like they don't they don't want to offend anybody by looking too like oh. too hood or anything like that. Yeah, the whole Alan, it's the whole Allen Iverson stuff. Yeah, but a lot of players like you know if you watch them like playing pickup like in the off season they're they're rocking this like ninja style like yeah headband yeah but i don't we're not gonna be able to see it in in the nba this upcoming season but that should be the least of our worries because there's just so much (laughs) excitement for this upcoming season i'm amped yeah so we're gonna do uh we're gonna do our preview episodes it's coming up coming up here shortly uh it's gonna be multiple parts we'll we'll do like you know I, i think we discussed offline we'll do like an eastern conference preview western conference preview yeah a lakers preview give give our predictions for the upcoming year yeah it's gonna be an exciting one 
Uh, it's gonna be good. We just want to work our way back into the excitement of. Uh, and I NBA seriously, basketball. I love our chances. Just as long as everyone stays healthy, I, I'm 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 ready. See, we said that about a month ago, and then and then Boogie went I down. I know, I know. That just yeah. Their uh, their players only mini camps are starting soon. I think. Yeah. I think LeBron is hosting the Lakers one in Vegas. Yeah, and Frank Vogel's like, I'm I'm super stoked that the players are just doing a little players only thing going. Yeah, from what I've heard, <laughs> other people talk about like stuff like this. It's it's mostly just like PR stuff. It's yeah. not really that big of a deal. Like every team does it. Yeah. Uh, but. That's like a preview to the actual training camp that the Lakers will have. Right. And and then preseason yeah, comes around. Preseason's actually coming around in a week. Or not a week, but next Friday, I want to say. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's coming up quick. All right, man. Well, time to get ready. Time to get time that to popcorn get ready. ready and just watch some Lakers basketball. Time Should to get be. that hairline on fleek. Time to get that An jersey exciting on. exciting season to come with real expectations this yep. time. Yep. So, that's all we have for today. Uh, thank you for listening. Again, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at 81PointsPodcast. And if you have yep. any questions, any comments, Shoot you want to... Shoot us an email. Give us, shoot us an email. Uh, our email is 81pointspodcast at gmail.com. So with that said, we'll sign off for now. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for tuning into 81 Points. We are a Los Angeles Lakers podcast hosted by me, Chris Lim, and my longtime friend and co-host, Chris Lee. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe and leave a rating or comment. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can get more episodes of 81 Points on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.